how can I live my life in such a way where the people who know me the best love me the most? I can tell you this, that's a great question for me to ask myself over and over because it can be really hard to love me. The people who, who know me the best will tell you that. I got my wife, Laura, here with me again this week. Welcome to Chasing Greatness Podcast. Thanks for your, your continued support, all the downloads. I know you're sharing the content. We, we, we're seeing that. That's awesome. The, the, the uh, subscribers continue to go up. You'll know somebody this week who needs some encouragement in their, uh, in their relationship. It's win at home Wednesday. We, 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 we talk about Mondays. We try to win at work Wednesday, win at home. And then on Fridays, we'll, we'll give you an episode every week on how to win at life as we continue to all chase greatness together. Now, Laura's joined me again this week. Last week, you left us with this, this pearl of a, of a thought of, of trying to see things from your spouse's standpoint. You said one of the ways we can, we can make things better is to uh, really ask what they need, not what we need. I thought that was really great. So welcome back to the show. Thanks for giving me a few more minutes here. I know you got all kinds of things you could be doing and uh, it's, it's great to have you. So my question, I, I think I've uh, identified, I know I did, I identified this question when um, I turned 55 a couple years ago. I've been asking myself now this question for a couple years on how can I live in such a way that the people who know me the best love me the most. Uh, I hope that's making a little bit of difference, but but you know as well as I do that there are leaders out there who the people who know them the best really respect them the least. I mean, if we're not careful, we can we can lose our family. It, we can we can just be busy at work or whatever. You know, some people are not even working. They they got hobbies and things that take them away. And so I know you're you've been really great and and. It's been so important, I think, for our family, for you to prioritize our family. I've tried to do the same thing. And I think our, our kids have, honestly, they would tell you they've benefited from that. Uh, why do you think that's so important for, for if you're going to have a, a, a great family, you really almost have to make a decision that that's something you're going to go after. You know, we live in a world where that can be hard. So you, you, you have thoughts there? Well, um, my family of origin, growing up, the family unit was important. And my parents, I saw that modeled in my own home, that family time was important, mealtime was important. And we live in a culture where um, I feel like sometimes we're becoming more divided, even though we're more connected with electronics, the screens divide us. And that face-to-face -face time is not there. And the personal relationship sometimes is lacking. And to even have a family is such a gift. It really is a gift. And to have children is a gift, and I don't take that for granted. I never have. And so that my family, if I can't get along with my family, how am I going to get along with others? You know, I, this is these are the ones you come home to. The, this is your, these are the people who have your back. These are the people who, who see you at your yucky times, but they still love you. Mm -hmm. The people who know you the best, but you do want them to love you the most. And, and they do, hopefully. Um Families love each other at the end of the day, even if they've not had a great day. Yeah. And, um, you know, acquaintances can just walk away, but your family's still your family. And let me, let me interrupt here for a second. So you said your family of origin had this. We live in a world where, the, the, I mean, we're old. Like the way things were, you know, 50 years ago when we were little kids are, it, it, that's not the way things are today. And yet, that that's not an excuse either. I mean, we can't, if we're not careful, we can just say, well, it's too hard to build a family right now because it's harder. What do you say to that young couple who's, 
you know, trying to start a marriage or maybe even start a family, you know, to, to or maybe even have kid, little kids. You, I know you work with a lot of young moms and they've got little kids and all, and I know you talk to them about some of this stuff. So how, how do we prioritize and what are some things we can do, you know, if we do have young families? Well, I should backtrack to say I really was speaking of the traditional family that we thought of for decades, but your family can look like anything. Families look like a lot of different things they these do, days. Right. And your people that are around you that love you and support you on a daily basis, your family, maybe they're not even blood kin, but your family. Mm. And it is important to um, invest in those relationships and they take time and they take attention or, uh, and they take priority or, or they die. They really do. They just die away. Um, we all want to be prioritized. We all want to know that what we say matters. We all want to be heard. We all want to think that who we are is valuable and what we think matters, whether it's right or wrong. We want to be heard. And um, and we were created for fellowship. And so your family unit, whatever that looks like, is it's just so important to maintain that. And I know that culture is different today. And, um, well, let's sort of go there. Okay. As you think about technology, it, I mean, we go, we, we see times, times in restaurants, you'll see a family sitting around the table and everybody's got a phone up and right. like technology really can destroy intimacy if we're not careful. For sure. What are some things we can do to guard against that? I mean, you, other than just turn it off, but like you got, you well, got, I some feel thoughts? like this is just such common sense, but yeah, but yeah. It, obviously. Yeah, put Some it away. Need to hear that. Yeah, put it away. It, there are times, no phones, no technology, no screens, no television. Yeah. I mean, you know, people lived 100 years ago without all these things. Yeah. We don't have to have them to live and breathe and have our being. And it, it, it um, screens truly can be a, um, the death of a relationship and intimacy. The face-to-face -face cannot be replaced. Right. And looking at someone's face and in their eyes and the nuances in their expressions. You look great, by the way. Thank you. Um, but, you know, I, I do love technology. I, we have a daughter that lives in Chattanooga, uh, one in Atlanta. We have one that lives in Chicago. I love FaceTime. I just FaceTimed with my daughter earlier today. I love technology that I can my still. My daughter, too. Your daughter, too. <laughs> that, you know, that we can connect with, you know, with our children yeah. as they're far away. Um, I think I think one of the things that we've um, done. I, I mean, we struggle with this too. There'll be times you're saying something, and I'll be in the middle of something else, or I'm saying right. something. You're and in the we're not really listening. We're not careful, and we would say that's a priority to put this down. But but are we really putting it down when it's time to put it down? You know, is is important. But one of the things we have done is we have kind of sectioned off areas to a degree. We you know we've got a place where there is, we do have a television, but it's in it's in a certain place. We don't have a television in every room. I'm not saying if you do have a television in every room, that's wrong. But for us, we've chosen not to have a television in our bedroom. We've not, we don't have one in the kitchen. We don't have one every, you know, we don't have a game porch with one. We've, we've got a television and we've got another place that we can watch television if we want to. So I think there's, there's some boundaries that we can set up to help us go back to even what you said last week to improve our communication. I mean, it, you know, when it's time to, to be with somebody, are you with them or are you just, you're present, but you're not really with them? Well, I think your technology, um, you either control your technology or it controls you. That's good. And so the main thing is you can own 100 televisions and have one in every room. 
are they turned on? Are they turned off? Right. Are you engaged with technology or are you engaged with people? Yeah. And so that technology helps you engage with people. That's great. Yeah. But in the end of the day, you need to control the technology. Talk, talk a little bit about face-to-face. You said a moment ago something that I thought was interesting, and I, I actually read something uh, just yesterday that the, that the loneliest group of people in the U.S. right now, the, the people who are struggling the most with emotional issues, depression, all that, are women from 41 to 57. And it talked about how they're so dialed in on technology, but they're missing a lot of face-to-face. I know you spend a lot of time with people face-to-face. Uh, that can be life-giving. And and I, I know we're in a, we're in a, you know, we've been in this pandemic and we've had a couple years of, of um, isolation to a certain degree, but I think there's a difference in uh, what did they call it? Social distancing. I think there's a difference in what I would, would say we should have maybe had physical distancing, but but I don't know that we ever ought to live in isolation. That's not healthy. Uh, well, first of all, it makes me really sad. That yeah. stat makes me really sad. Um, definitely, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all these social media outlets, again, they're not wrong. They're, I mean, they're not bad in and of themselves, and they're a great tool. However... They can just easily um, be a crutch yeah. for a really personal, meaningful relationship. Yeah, and don't you think community, those those relationships you're talking about, has been so great for us through the years? Like, I, I can't imagine trying to navigate 35 years without friends and people. And you know, you, you you get around another marriage, you see what they're doing, you're going that that looks like we need to do some of that, or we don't need to do that, you know, kind of thing. I mean, you. Right. you it's sometimes it's inspiring. Sometimes it's challenging. Sometimes it's sobering. I mean, well, if I'm just thinking, you know, thinking of memories over the last, let's just say three decades, what are my favorite memories that concern people? It's not how many hours I was on Facebook looking up certain things about people (laughs) or watching till it is a a crazy game night. It is being with people, eating with people, you know, the craziness of the house when all the kids are home. And I just love that. absolutely love it. Um, community groups, all these years that we've had, small groups, youth groups, um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. Just doing life with people. And and I think now that we're at this season where everybody's grown and gone, we have to, We uh, th- that's so important. We have to, it and, is. And, you have to and be there, intentional. we have to work out more. We're, again, in this pandemic, it's crazy. You know, it's been, it's been crazy to do that, but I think, uh, we're, I mean, we're this weekend, we're going away. We're going to be with some, you know, people. It'll be fun to, to get to do that. It'll be great. So uh, we'll, we'll kind of land it here. Uh, I think Monday is Valentine's Day. I'm excited about that. Are you excited, Va- Valentine's? I know you're probably wondering, like, what's he going to do for me for Valentine's? Uh, tell, give us an idea of what, 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 what could we give us a, give us a Valentine's idea. I'm, I'm excited about it. You know, it's, it's, I'm fired up. Uh, Valentine's idea. You got a, you got a Valentine's idea? Anybody out there listen? Last minute little gift or something that they can do for their spouse. Maybe there's a husband listening out there. Maybe there's even a <laughs> wife listening that you can kind of share like what you've got planned. I, I don't know. Put me on the spot there. You got a thought? No, you got you got an idea like like uh, uh, I think there's a special day coming up where we like, but I think every day we need to keep working on our relationships. But you got an idea like how how to. Well, definitely. What you got? Help me here. Okay. Well, definitely one day of the year can be a bit um, overdone. It is a 365 thing. 
you know, I yeah. got to work on this relationship 365. Not that I couldn't do a yeah, gesture do. on February 14th or anyway. Chocolate. Exactly. We have a lot enough chocolate left over from Christmas. Yeah, we do. That's true. But. Which is good. We haven't been eating that. You know, I. It is fun to do something special you hadn't done before, or even just revisit some some place or a restaurant. I mean, that seems so trite, but something you know you haven't done in a while, but something that's meaningful to you. Honestly, um, again, a connect a, a genuine connection with a person, and that you let the, you know let them know you love them. Write them a note. Extra conversation, maybe about their values, some of the stuff you talked about earlier. Just, Time well spent. Yeah, mm -hmm. a, it's just really a, a connection with them, whatever that might look like. You know, and everybody likes different things. Some people like an adventure, and some people like a restaurant, and some people like some, you know, whatever. Just a nice quiet dinner at home. Right. So. But it, the genuine connection and intentionality to say, but not just that one day, not just February 14th. What, what do you love about them? What do you like about them? What drew you to them? Um, you know, what you appreciate about them. Yeah, I, I like that. I think it. I think it is a good time to re-clarify. Um, and I think that I think there there are these moments, these holidays, these anniversaries, special occasions. Um, I just saw recently somebody was was celebrating an anniversary of when they started dating. I thought that's kind of cool that they're still remembering that and. I think I do think though it is easy as you get older to uh, take for granted. There are probably people listening here who've been married as long as we have. Uh, the the you get to a point where the excitement phase, you, just like in in your work life, you know, once you you kind of figure out what you're doing, you that that kind of goes away, and so you have to keep working to to keep that fresh. Any last word to somebody out there who's who's it's been a while since they've really engaged and and you know, thought like what you're describing there. Um, you, well, you, I would say, you, got anything there? you know, even if you're single or you're lonely or maybe you don't have a family or someone you think, who am I going to love or who loves me? The number one pick me up is to do something for somebody else. It, it will give back to you tenfold love that. to love someone else. Maybe it is um, a widow in your neighborhood Maybe it's your coworker that no one ever speaks to and you never even bothered to know their name. Yeah. Maybe it's, um, you know, you, a, a child, you know, at a school that you heard of, you know, or just some family that has some need. Just it takes so little. It could be a total stranger. Hmm. It takes so little, little effort just to reach out and do hmm. something for somebody else. And I, it's a miracle that happens in your own heart when that happens. What you do for them is tenfold what you'll receive for doing for them. I love that. There she is, ladies and gentlemen, the miracle that is my my sweet <laughs> Laura. She's amazing. Uh, and and I say that because I've watched you live that out for forever. You're the best person I know, and I appreciate you doing this. I think it'll help some people, uh, not just to have a better marriage, but I think what she said there at the end, again, just like last week, that if you want to chase greatness, help somebody else be great. Make it Make it a great day for somebody else this weekend. We have some people in our neighborhood that are that they live alone. We've got some people in our family that live alone. You know, what can we do to make sure that they um, they feel loved as well? And so, I, I think what you said there at the end is just great. I appreciate that. So, hope you'll share it with somebody. Uh, keep working on your your marriage if you are married. If you're not married, you know, keep working on your relationships. I think it really is 
uh, a focus for those who are chasing greatness to not just try to win at work or even win in life, but to, to win at home. It, it's so uh, important. What we always say, if you win at work and you lose at home, you still lose. So let's make sure that we win this week. It'll start by working on uh, those relationships. And I hope you have a great Valentine's Day. I plan to. It's going to be great. I got something cool planned for you. All right. See you guys next week. Love y'all.